there's all these different ideas of what the metaverse could be and the one I hate more than anything is this completely separate world that we escape to because we put on a headset and our real life completely disappears and we end up in this virtual world and as a result of that our real life deteriorates our physical health deteriorates our connection to the real people and community that we're in deteriorates i hate that vision of it i'm so sorry and my teapot is beeping whoa you have a beeping teapot well how's it going jake man Pretty good. This week just absolutely disappeared. I don't even know what happened, but things are going great. That's good. Um, the week did disappear. I would imagine for you it had a lot to do with your computer. This is kind of the sequel to your computer uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thankfully I did finally get the computer working. I'm basically a computer genius now at this point. I completely had to rebuild my Hackintosh from the ground up, but now it's running better than ever. Now I'm kind of back on track. And I almost learned how to upload podcasts. So Whoa, we're, cool. we're, we're getting closer. We're getting wow, close that's awesome. to that's exciting. existing. So that's maybe, super exciting. Yeah, maybe by next week, we won't be speaking into the void. We'll be speaking to humans. I don't that know. That would be amazing. That would be so awesome. <laughs> that, what a dream that would be true. awesome. Or not, or we just keep this on our hard drives and get up to like a hundred episodes and it'll just be our little secret. Yeah, and, we, and you and me can just go back and relive the good old days. <laughs> we have slumber parties and just watch old episodes of our podcast. You know what's existed. so lame is that we totally would do that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Go to episode 14. You remember that Rewind, part? rewind. That part was good. <laughs> Yeah, except we'd be like sitting on the floor cross-legged with a bunch of fingerboard obstacles on the floor and we'd be <laughs> fingerboarding while we were watching highlights from our podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really funny because I guess what would be three episodes now or four episodes now when I was at your house, like that's exactly what we did for like two and a half days, maybe three days straight. It was just like the endless slumber party. It was great. Well, All right, I have a specific question for you to kick things off. Okay, hit me with it. You got a fog machine, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. So How could you tell? <laughs> so your reel that you posted this week, or like whatever they're called, YouTube short or whatever, had the yeah. most banger opening shot ever. And I was like, why does this look so good? And I was like, wait, I think he's sitting and getting a fog machine. Yeah, dude, it feels like the biggest hack ever. So it tell makes me your everything fog machine looks review. so good. Yeah, let me let me hear the review. So it started off at I was at like Target buying Halloween decorations and I saw the fog machines and I don't know, it, it just came to mind. I was like, oh, I need to look into getting one of those. Um but then I you know, I've heard about like the canned aerosol mm -hmm. fog yeah, also. I've used those. Okay, I've never used those, but basically it was around Halloween time, so there were fog machines everywhere, so I just ordered a fog machine, and I don't, I don't know what the review is, other than it just, it made my 
kitchen look so much cooler than it actually is and like <laughs> if you wait till the right time of day you start the fog machine going and it just brings this like god beam of light in throughout the whole house and yeah i don't know i like i've i've watched certain commercials and shoots where it just has this look that's like how in the world do you get that look and i just started realizing it's always a like a haze look like it looks like someone has been smoking cigarettes all day yeah and it makes the space look so cool so yeah so there's that's, the hack the fog machine. that's the review five now, stars did you get one sorry i'm curious because i was in the fog machine i was dropping around for a little bit like a long time oh ago. nice did you get one where you can adjust like how much comes out or did you just get like one of the basic like just turn it on fog comes out yeah, since I didn't know what I was getting into, I was looking, and there's like $500 fog machines, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's $30 fog and machines. And then haze machines, like fog machines, if you Google fog machines, a bunch of like $30, $40 things come up, then you Google haze machine, <laughs> and the price gap is like so crazy. Yeah, and I don't know what the actual difference is, and I'm sure it's like anything where once you're into it, yeah. there's a reason real, to spend way more money. Once you're a real foggy guy. Once you want to throw a proper <laughs> kickflip on a fingerboard, it makes more sense to spend $200 on one. Exactly. But if you're just getting into it, you get a $3 tech deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, so, I mean, so far, I spent 30 bucks on one, and then I got like Dr. Fog Fog Juice or something like that for another 20 bucks. <laughs> and, <You> uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think it's going to last a really long time because it used like none of the juice to fill my entire kitchen with the stuff. Oh, that's and exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on it. It brings a whole different look to the shot for sure. That's super cool. So, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to some more foggy shots. Dude, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm stoked, too. I, it, was a, it was a good week of experimentation. I did a fog machine shot. I posted a YouTube short, which was weird. And I edited it in DaVinci Resolve. So, wow. real, real big week for me. Dang, congratulations. Even yeah. though you had, like, all of your issues. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the original idea was like, I'm going to make a short every day this week or a reel every day this week, just so I can learn Da Vinci and practice. And then like it always does, my first short ended up taking me three days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now today Sorry. I'm going to record reel number two on day five or whatever it is. Nice. I don't know. So we're still going to run with it. but Nice, nice, nice. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Dang. Well, good job. I didn't really... I guess... Yeah, I did a stupid camera bag review this week, and it just felt... I felt dirty, dude. I literally oh, felt... Oh, man. <laughs> I no. I woke up the next morning, and I was like, ugh, I feel gross. <laughs> man, no. It, it felt so good to watch because it was the most genuine camera bag review ever so oh, thanks i guess man, yeah it, i just god i just i 
I've been on the verge of taking it down every single day. I'm just like, uh. I figured you were. I even checked just before we recorded because I was like, I gotta make sure Schaefer didn't delete it so yeah. that if he did, I could call him out on the podcast. Yeah, that was definitely but, a safe bet. I'm surprised I made it through the whole week. I think I'll leave it up at this point. But yeah. man. Yeah, like you it, should not like feel... it wasn't bad. It was just the the act of making it was bad, is what I mean. Like, oh really? Yeah, man. I mean, it had like, it had, a like a Schaefer intro that wasn't what every other YouTuber would do with their "What's in my bag," yeah. which is probably what I would also do. Is just like B roll of my bag and the gear. And then be like, well, it was funny because while I was making mine, I found your reel of your what's in my camera bag, which I haven't oh. watched in a really long time. And yeah. I was like, I was like basically done editing mine or something. I was like way along in the process on mine. And I was just like, rats. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> what? No. Oh, man. I can't, I can't even revisit that one because I'm sure I would hate oh, it. Oh, I thought it was Whereas, sick. I thought it was good. Yeah, yours was like, oh, man, this is actually refreshing and feels good to watch. So, Dude, yours was, yours was just like made so well. The only, the only thing that was funny about it was like, I got, a, I got a 15 to 35 and a 70 to 200. And it's like, no way. <laughs> That's like that's what, the funny thing. What well, do you the, mean? Because that's what everyone has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. more I, the more I went down the rabbit hole of like seeing, oh, what are our other people doing for these videos or whatever? Everyone's like, I got these little cute things that are like really nice and help me get through my day. And then I got yeah. seventy to two hundred and fifteen <laughs> to thirty five, which is exactly Dude. what mine was too. But it's just funny because it's like yeah. that video is pointless. It's like. On yeah. the everyday camera bag, you have the 15 to 35, the 70 to 200, and then some little knickknacks. And that's everybody's camera bag. Yeah, and I've never watched someone else's video and been like, I need to get that knickknack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always just like, I'll figure out what I need and then get those things. Yeah, which 70 to 200 do you have? Which 16 <laughs> yeah. to 35 do you have? Yeah, but yeah, people always share their their bungee cords or yeah. whatever SD card holder they use. And I still am interested in that, but not once yeah. does it make me think that's what I should switch to. Cause yeah. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe some people do, but for me, it's just like, I don't I'll figure out what I need. I don't need someone else to tell me what my camera bag Dude, needs. hundred percent, hundred percent. And actually a funny part about mine was, um, so when I recorded it, I recorded it like in one take cause I was in such a bad mood. I was like, I'm oh. not even gonna, I'm not even gonna try again. And um, but on the one take when I pulled my pen out, I was like, this is my pen. Pens are, and I meant to say, pens are insanely useful, but I said pens are insanely expensive. expensive. And I didn't know till I was editing, and I was like, what? <laughs> Why did I say that? Well, then it's funny because that became like. I don't know. That's just like what everyone was stoked on was how expensive yeah, pens are. That was the. <laughs> and I don't know. There's a lesson in there somewhere. Like I, I guess I don't know. Such what it an, is. Yeah, I thought that was such an intentional joke. No, completely it was amazing. On, completely on accident. <laughs> but I was like, dang. I wish I was like. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> but I just messed up. Yeah, I guess there is a lesson in that. I I don't know how many videos I've recorded where. I I do the first take. And then I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll just go through the whole thing like two more times and then we'll call it good. And the first take is always the good yeah. one. Yeah. Cause then it starts feeling rehearsed and weird yeah. after the first take and the first take is always great. Yeah. Um, but especially, yeah, it's just like 
it was just so funny because I, I had like thought out what I wanted to say about my pen and then I said it wrong and that ended up being like the best part of the video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I wonder if I could just like harness some of that chaos more often. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know yeah. how, but it was a good... Of that, and that might actually be the only reason I kept the video up. It's like I learned something from this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There's a lesson in there. I don't know what it is, but there's a lesson in there. I'll probably ruminate on it for a month and then come out with an eight-minute video about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really bummed you didn't pull like a fish dinner out of your bag based off the thumbnail, but yeah, that's dude, okay. the thumbnail. I thought the thumbnail was an absolute <laughs> slam dunk, but it's been, it was. It's, dude, it is not, it's got like a 3% click through rate <laughs> or whatever. Man, I wonder if, I wonder what, I was wondering if anyone's fish... what's in my bag videos do. Cause oh yeah, maybe, but yeah, mine was, was just a if, short. I was wondering so if dead know. fish, maybe YouTube didn't like dead animal on thumbnail, but <laughs> Just looks like em. a meal to me. <laughs> no, you're vegetarian. Yeah, but okay, it looks like a meal for someone that's not me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> looks like a meal for some monster that eats animals. <laughs> uh, that was yeah. targeted. That was for you. I knew it. That's why I thumbs downed it and didn't watch it. Actually, <laughs> well, I clicked on it and then I watched for two seconds and I left so that you would have bad retention. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> that, thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> that's, like the, that's like when people are like, yeah, I started watching your video. I'm going to have to finish it later. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could have told me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, just because this is so parallel, there's a real, me and Jake have a really good fish story that takes place in Slovenia. Wow, yeah, we do have a fish story from Slovenia. Do you want to kick it off or should I? Well, we were in Slovenia and take it from there, Shafe. All right, we're in Slovenia <laughs> and there, I like I felt like out of all the European countries we've visited, I feel like Slovenia kind of had the most like family oriented it's like family matters like there's a lot of like when they bring you like homemade family schnapps like you drink the homemade family schnapps when they bring you like whatever and so like i felt like i don't know if this is true or not but i felt like when we were in slovenia it was the most like if you turn something down someone offered you you were in the most trouble of anywhere we went yeah it, and, it has the closest to what i would picture like an eastern european country yeah feeling yeah. like like or a like, bit more like, like, yeah, values, tradition, and... Yeah, or like you kinda. picture like the quintessential like Russian drinking experience where they're like, you drink! And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had, because I don't drink, so I had a, I had a run-in with the Slovenian culture in the sense that they're like, this is the homemade schnapps, you have to drink the schnapps. I'm like, I don't drink. And then the guy's like, tonight He's you like, do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, actually, and no, then, I don't. <laughs> And he was not laughing either. He no, was like, yeah, exactly. Yes, like, you, you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> but Jake, so, but we had this dinner set up with a bunch of other people, but it had been like pre-planned. And so they said like, you know, this person in the group is vegetarian. This person in the group doesn't eat X, Y, and Z. So everyone's like, yeah, it wasn't an unknown thing. But And it was like a big deal restaurant where they take so much pride in growing their ingredients on the property like they have a farm they have a ranch like 
they take so much pride in their food and where it comes from and their cooking and all that. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was like very deal. much felt like a big deal. Like from the moment you walked in the door, you felt like I'm gonna remember this meal. And we did, but not for the reason that I thought we were gonna remember it. Because they come out with all the dishes and everything is like beautiful. It's just, I mean, to this day, I feel like I can picture like the seats we sat on, the lamps on the wall, like it all is so vivid in my memory. But yeah. the best part was they come out with Jake's plate and it's just this, ma I mean, basically the thumbnail of my camera back video, just this massive yeah. <laughs> fried. Well, like, like before, before any of the meat came out, like they brought out some side dishes and then before any meat came out, this one guy walks out and he's like, I hear we have a vegetarian. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And he just sets a massive fish right in front of me. And like, like you can tell he's so proud of it. He's like, oh, like we helped this guy out. Like we helped the vegetarian <laughs> puts this massive fish in front of me, like scales and eyes and everything on it. And he was like smiling and then you could see it like him falter for a second. He was like, wait, you do eat fish, right? <laughs> at that point, I just looked up and I was like, yeah, totally. Thanks so much. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to say no. He was so happy that he like, <laughs> like compensated for me. Well, it's funny and... too, because like, I know there are gray areas. Like, I know there are people who are vegetarians that eat fish, but it's like, I feel like the general understanding of vegetarian is someone who doesn't <laughs> eat meat. And I don't yeah. know if you knew this, but fish <laughs> is meat. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, and it's funny, I'll even make, like, I'll totally make one or two exceptions a year. Like, usually on Christmas Eve, I'll have sushi with my parents, mm. so I'll make that exception. But that night, in particular, there were so many incredible side dishes and veggies and all these different things. I didn't even touch the fish because there was yeah, so much Yeah, I don't know if anyone food. did. I think it went back the same way it came out. <laughs> and that was the same place that I turned the schnapps down. And so I don't think they like this. Yeah, I don't think we're welcome back ever. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good Man. times. <laughs> now I'm starting to feel the pressure to get this podcast on the internet because now I'm realizing every time we record an episode without posting an episode we're just putting ourselves farther and farther out <laughs> from reality <laughs> so i love how but every that time we talk it, like, about that kind of makes it kind of ethereal you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like time travel <laughs> yeah when you listen to this podcast you're gonna have to really reach back into your memory archives for it's like what was watching happening. it's like watching disney's the goofy movie but in 2022 every week Dude, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's why it's gonna this it's gonna work, trust me. Yes. <laughs> Sick. Well, at this point in time, everyone's favorite company, led by the favorite CEO Mark Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. Meta, mm -hmm. has dropped like a hundred billion dollars in value. And I figured it's a good opportunity to talk a little bit about the metaverse because <laughs> um, I I have a feeling that you would be someone with some very strong opinions about the metaverse and what life would be like with the metaverse I think I do and I think they might shock you so really? stay tuned <laughs> wow okay. so don't go anywhere all, all I had was 
I was so, so happy to see that headline that Meta is yeah. just losing tons of company because or tons of money because they're focusing too much on yeah. the metaverse. Oh, 100%. I think like, it's funny you bring this up, but because a lot of my <clears throat> YouTubery, a lot of what I've been watching this week has had to do with them just like absolutely blowing it right now. It's really fun really? to watch. Like it is, it is very much like watching a car crash and just being yeah. like, this is horrible, but I can't stop looking like, it's yeah. really interesting. Do you want me to go off on what I think about it or do you want to start or? Yeah, tell me what you think about the metaverse. Okay. I think uh, it's really, really similar to like how when smartphones were first coming out, you had like, <clears throat> I remember a really clear point where people are either like kind of on iPhone train or a Blackberry train. And a lot of people were like looking at the Blackberry, like maybe this is a bad example because I kind of think the Blackberry was sick. This is honestly a really bad parallel. Let, let me put it this way, let me put it this way. <laughs> I just think it's not what it's gonna be. I think like, I think the yeah. version that they're selling of it right now looks nothing like what's actually gonna take off. But I know that Apple has patents on a bunch of VR stuff. And I think if Apple has patents on stuff, it's not nothing. Like it's not gonna not go anywhere, you know? I have a really strong feeling that the version of it that becomes way more uh, approachable and usable just isn't something that we really can wrap our heads around right now. Just like in 1998, it was really hard to wrap your head around the full impact of what the internet was and everything that it was going to do for you. I, I think mm -hmm. there is a ton of potential. I don't think, I don't think Meta is going to be the people who discover it though. I think they're trying yeah. so hard, but they're just so unbelievably out of touch. Like every time Zuckerberg gets on stage, it just is unbelievably unwatchable. It go, it's not even just like, oh, this guy's wrong. It's just like, this is hard to watch. It's so bad. Yeah. And for a company that is so out of touch, it's just like, how can you trust the future of... If Dude. you look at Gen Z and their humor and stuff and like just how nuanced it is... And then yeah. how far off Zuck is from that nuance. And those are the customers of what they're trying to build. It's just yeah. not going to happen. It just isn't. It's the most classic quintessential villain from from a story. Like, like Meta and Mark Zuckerberg is such this perfect picture of a cartoon villain. Because I'm, I'm not super educated on like... The concept of the metaverse in its roots but from what i understand like the like the root concept of it was never intended to be this single company you know ran thing obviously it's supposed to be this open source universe where like it's not you know it's decentralized just like everyone is you know saying is what's so important about cryptocurrency and all that it's all about mm -hmm. decentralization and the concept of the metaverse was all about decentralization. Yeah. So it's so hilarious that you have Mark Zuckerberg renaming his company Meta and trying to become like literally the supervillain of the metaverse because he's trying to be the corporate owner of it. Like it's just Dude, straight write, out of a movie. You can't write this stuff. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it's the perfect storm. And I do think what they are doing is they're building this chasm there's this big giant like divides like right now where people are just like 
the metaverse is just this like black hole of nothingness and some other company is gonna come bridge the gap some other company is gonna just be like yeah and people are gonna be like i like this so much because it's not meta and then like yeah they're literally building an opportunity for another company to come in and just be like yeah see what they're doing see how shitty it is look what we're doing it's actually yeah. good <laughs> and then everyone's gonna go that direction so totally. i think the future of it is honestly bright like <clears throat> i one thing i have been thinking of a lot actually and as far as this goes is the movie uh is the movie la la land have you seen la la land of course yeah okay well spoilers coming up if you haven't seen la la land skip this part because i'm gonna say what happened but <laughs> at the end there's essentially two endings right there's the ending where they go with their dreams but then they don't get to wind up together and then there's the ending where they wind up together but their dreams don't pan out and that movie like is so cool because it's a little bit of like a choose your own adventure but it's a very like 2d basic version of a, a choose your own adventure and there are tons of these things like video games where it's just narrative driven and you just decide which way to go in the narrative Imagine those sorts of experiences, but every time you do it, if you choose to go a different way or whatever, it's like the story unfolds a completely different way. So it's opening the door for like, honestly, like a renaissance in creativity where it's like, you're not writing stories linear anymore. You're writing them like this spider web. And when you talk oh, to someone yeah. and you say like, have you watched or, or whatever it is in the VR, like, have you like done this story? And then they're like, yeah, when I did it, like I got killed by mm. the guy and then my <laughs> wife remarried my brother. And then like, whoa, when I did it, I became like the CEO of the company. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so cool because like these, the, the possibility for storytelling, I feel like when you're not watching characters, but you are a character mm. is so exciting to me. And I would really, really like to be on the forefront of it and like be writing some of these stories or like somehow involved in the production of, these big stories that have like way more options than just like, here's the beginning, here's the middle, here's the end. It's like, here's the sub beginning with all these different ways it could go. Here's, you know, it's so exciting to me. I think it could be the hmm. coolest thing ever, but yeah, it's not right now. It's certainly not right <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sure hope some, it'd be sick if some surprising small player came in with that thing that makes it exciting and you know i think it's there was that period in time in tech where it was so exciting because it felt like any app or small guy could come in and just surprise everyone and now it feels that feels less likely mm -hmm. like these, a lot of these companies are so big and powerful it feels more likely that any potential option like that is just going to get bought up immediately yeah, yeah. um but I mean, that's a whole side topic, but regardless of that, it does seem like, it seems like while Zuckerberg is just making a fool's, fool of himself creating this like Wii universe cheesy thing, it seems like Apple and Microsoft, like you said, are both really working on it in the background mm -hmm. and hopefully making it, I don't know, more... <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh less corny and and for me personally i like i like your perspective on that that la la land analogy because that's an interesting take i see it more um in the augmented reality space mm. as far as what gets me excited about it it's that augmented reality aspect. well yeah i mean you play pokemon go so 
<laughs> Damn it. Not anymore, man. I deleted it. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, that's... I'll get it back again. <laughs> Damn, I can't really. believe you outed me on Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, we're, I, sorry, I don't we're know. in Europe, like seeing all these incredible sights, and Jake just like interrupts the vibe and is just like, "Can you imagine how many Pokemon you could find if you did Pokemon Go?" And so the whole rest of the time we were in Europe, he was like, "I would like look off, and Jake would be like in some weird corner, like across the street somewhere, like oh, there's Pokemon over there." Yeah, man. When Pokemon Go first came out, I remember hearing all these stories about people that were traveling the world so that they could catch all these different <laughs> rare Pokemon. And then we were in Europe in our sixth country that summer, and I just was like, wait a second. I'm doing what everyone was doing when they were catching all these rare Pokemon. I gotta get Pokemon Go again. <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyway. I like okay. Tell me more about your. Tell me more about your vision of augmented reality. Well, so like instead of this virtual reality headset, you'll wear glasses in the real world. So then when like you're walking around your neighborhood and a Charizard shows up, you don't even have to pull out your phone. You just like move your you arm just, and it'll you just automatically. Yeah, you can just like smile at a Charizard to capture it and just, beat me in a to beat me in an eye battle. Yeah, you tri triple triple blink at it, touch your nose, and you'll capture it. Yeah, that'll be cool. No, I don't know, man. I just like you said. There's all these different ideas of what the metaverse could be, and the one I hate more than anything is this completely separate world that we escape to. Because we put on a headset and our real life completely disappears and we end up in this virtual world and as a result of that our real life deteriorates. Our physical health deteriorates, our connection to the real people and community that we're in deteriorates. I hate that vision of it. I'm so sorry, and my teapot is beeping. Whoa. You have a beeping teapot? Uh, yeah, I don't know why it was beeping, my bad. Sorry, I, I really don't mean to interrupt. That was really No, rude. that's okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's basically it. So I, I just, I just hope whatever the metaverse becomes is this pendulum shift back towards real life that mm. I think is already happening. I think Gen Z is so, um, like, sick of the like fully internet phone connected world that they were born into mm. that hopefully that hopefully the pendulum is shifting back it seems yeah. like there's there's all this interest in um you know dumb phones and i don't know yeah yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I mean, like, like you're saying, like the, the version of it right now, this like dystopian workplace where you have like mini me's and all that is like so unbelievably unappealing. But if you think back to just like any time there was a new way to tell a story, it's like when print was available and then all of a sudden you had the power to change someone's perspective on the life they're already living, like through storytelling. 
and it happened again with like film and then it happened again with the internet and i think this one could like really really have an impact as far as storytelling goes once we learn how to tell a story with it but right now it's like the version of it is not really like set up in a in a way that makes that possible but i don't know dude the idea of the idea of being able to enter in an immersive world and, and have a story unfold around you that you're a part of. It's like the opportunity to communicate empathy is just gonna be like, mm. so it'll be like nothing that you've ever experienced before. So as far as, as far as just the experience of it goes and how it can, how it can influence your, your perspective and your thoughts about the real world, I think is super powerful and could be really yeah. cool in the right hands. I don't think the right hands are Zuck, and you can tell that because, dude, like all the demos of the office space meetings and everything, where you can like, like oh. if you smile and stuff, it kind of makes the same face. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and I love to, I love to like when someone in that little like universe or whatever, something else happens, like their kid runs by, and so you're in this stupid meeting, and then someone's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just so yeah. funny. It, it's just not going to work. That version of it is just not going to work. I really don't think it will. But I think a version of it is going to be one of the coolest technological things that's ever happened. Yeah. What but, do you think What do you think it will mean for video creators, filmmakers, content creators, whatever you want to call it? Like maybe I think we're going to have to become way more storytellers than just I yeah, I think like the 2D medium will start to feel will start to feel nostalgic compared to I really do you know it's like I think the 2D medium will always be around or at least be around for a lot longer than maybe we are worried about it being around for but I do think yeah. when it comes to the point when you can you can essentially become a part of another world they're just going to be two very different things you know what I mean and I think that people who are able to just like invest their time and energy into like storytelling and building a really rich story are going to do so much better than the people who are just like sold out on camera gear and lenses as it exists right now. I don't know that to be yeah. true for sure, but I, I do think like the idealized version of it that you could imagine if you put that up next to just like a movie, which one would, if you, if you were like, if you had an evening off, like which one would you want to do? I feel like every time I would pick this like, I don't know. You you're saying you would pick like this immersive story over the movie? I think so. I mean, I think they're like almost two different things, but I don't know. I think it's really yeah. exciting. As far as like the tech goes and everything, I don't know what it looks like. Like I don't know what capture looks like. I don't know what like Yeah. It still sort of has yet to be sort of like perfected and not even perfected, just explored in general. Yeah. But I can see a future just like just like when you couldn't even imagine like that the app store was free. You like couldn't wrap your mind around like what that's crazy. It's the same thing. It's like you can't imagine what this is gonna be like. But once you have it, you're gonna be like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I already have this built up skill set that lends itself so well to this like new medium. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I kinda I kinda feel the opposite, I think. Hmm. I'm not sure. It's interesting because I did. Yeah, I totally did not expect you to have these perspectives on it. Cause yeah, I'm excited about. It. I, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, like, 
I didn't expect you to be excited about it and I didn't expect you to be as interested in that whatever you want to call it choose your own adventure version of it because for me I for sure you know I think about it a lot and I think about the longevity of my career and you know trying to make sure I'm thinking about how I need to evolve and if there's new skills I need to learn and I mean, you said this as well, I'm sure you'd agree with me. I don't think video is going anywhere anytime soon. And even with whatever happens with the metaverse, whatever it becomes, I think we're a really, really, really long time away from video yeah, and film disappearing. So yeah. And like, I love the idea of an immersive, choose your own adventure story type thing. But I also think there is so much power in just disappearing into someone else's story and yeah. just getting taken along for this ride and you just become um, passive. Yeah. Like that's, the, like that's the magic of movies is that you almost disappear and you just watch this thing unfold and you don't that's have to point. be active in any way. Point. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I think they're like different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're very much like different things, but I don't even think what I'm describing is necessarily like, like, I don't even know how to communicate it. I suppose it's not that it's not thought out. It's not that it's not a narrative. It's just almost like, it's almost like eight movies smashed into one or, hmm. you know, 20 movies smashed into one where some person could have the same experience with the same characters, but the ending and the conflict is like completely different. So when you have a conversation about it after the fact, you're like, I just think that would be so cool. If, if you and me yeah. like both were like, let's go to Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, but the VR experience, it's like, yeah, the toy store burned down when I did it. And, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, the train, the train put the fire out when I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like so much fun to have like a different, with the same thing, but like a fully unique, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's such a cool premise of what could happen but i don't know yeah especially did you say that <laughs> did you say that because you knew that's one of my favorite movies ever really yeah I did not why know did you that. bring up this no dude it's in my top three really yeah no way it's so good it is good it is a good movie i don't know wow. why i thought of it that's crazy i don't know either I, yeah at first i was like oh he's making fun of me <laughs> i had no idea you liked mr Vagorium's wonder wow <laughs> yeah dude Mr. McGord, wow. I'm going to add that to my shorts. I'm going to, because I'm trying to take like movie quotes for these shorts I'm making. Oh, yeah. And just yeah, incorporate yeah. movie quotes. Because, so the first one I did was from About Time. Yeah. And um, I was going to do one from Donnie Darko. Now I'm definitely doing one from Mr. McGord. Do one from the Goofy Porn. movie, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what would yeah. be awesome is, a, is an intro to a Midwest emo song with. Oh. Of, with the part where Max is talking to his with, dad. Oh, yeah. Or when he's like, you ever wonder why we're always, like, wearing gloves? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is an absolute masterpiece. It's so good. It really is. Dude, and extremely goofy movie where he goes to yeah, college and uh -huh. he's in the college God, X Games. That movie. I think I probably Man. still skateboard because of that movie. And that's yeah. also why I don't like rollerbladers. Yeah, man. <laughs> wow, speaking of that, I just saw a a collab drop between Weekend Skateboards 
and some roller rollerblading company. Whoa, they're bridging the gap. Yeah, we've, we've really come a long way. Wow. <laughs> now imagine a movie where you could go, you could be the rollerblader from Goofy Whoa. Movie, or you could be <laughs> Max from the Goofy Movie. Dude, I every time I watched that movie, I wanted to ride that skate park so bad because it had the most ridiculous like roll-ins and loop-de-loops yeah. and stuff. It looks so awesome. Well, actually, though, imagine that. Like, imagine, imagine that exact same movie, but you play the role of the bad guy, it. and like you're, oh. and you don't control your dialogue, but you have to deal with the internal struggle of what you did to someone else. <laughs> oh my god! It would be crazy. That's what I'm that saying. Would it would be, be crazy. really cool. I think there's so much potential there, but yeah, mostly just Hot. those. Mostly just potential for those two movies: the Goofy Movie Two and Mr. Borgorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, that's like where that's... VR caps. Yeah. All right, I changed my mind. If if Mr. Megorium and Extremely Goofy Movie are in the metaverse, I'm all in. I'm yep. sold. Oh, and the Iron Giant. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just, like, I need to learn to work with people more. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like... I take everything from such an individual approach, like trying to do everything on my own, that when I hear these concepts of, like, uh, you know, uh, being immersed in a character and playing the role of the villain, all I can think about is just like, oh my god, that sounds like so much work. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's impossible. Oh, that's true. I actually had a dream last night that I was in a swimming pool with Quentin Tarantino. And I was like, hey, if you ever need a PA on set, let me know. And he goes, oh, yeah, I don't think we're going to need that. <laughs> and that was the end of my dream. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. That's a good dream. Uh, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Dude, uh, I this is... I don't know what this has to do with that. But... Um, so I went to that Gene Dawson show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, he he had a videographer with him who was super rad and long story short i just kind of looked into who gene dawson's team was and found that the dp for most of his music videos is the same guy that shot noel miller's wedding and also did a bunch of TMG music videos. No way! Yeah, like, so the same dude that did um, uh, Noel's newest music video. Yeah. And I think I think also uh, Sophia. He's the same guy that does all of Gene Dawson's music videos. Whoa! Yeah. Did you talk to him? Did you go to, Was he there? No, he wasn't there. Oh, oh, this oh. was, like, the day after. I was just looking into who yeah. does jeans photos and videos and stuff so Dang. yeah did some internet sleuthing so yeah i, I don't know what the him? point of that is other than send him an email no, and PA on i didn't email him we don't actually need that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm gonna start stalking his instagram to figure out where he goes in real life to try to find a situation where i can be in a swimming pool with him and then when he Good least idea. expects it when i'm in a swimming pool with him I'll ask him if he needs an extra hand. Go and like accidentally hand. spill a boiling <laughs> hot cup of coffee on him. And be like, sorry, Mr. What's his name? Nima, I think. Nima? S sorry, Mr. Nima. I mean, I'm a huge fan. 
<laughs> Who am I? Well, I'm just a guy that loves your work. If you need any PAs on set. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how that would go. Definitely would. Yeah, how was the concert? Was it awesome? It looked, Jake was sending me Dude. videos from this concert, and I, I don't usually get FOMO. Usually I'm kind of just like, eh, screw it. <laughs> I need yeah. to be here. But <laughs> that time on those videos, I was like, Man. I blew it. I totally blew it. it. Yeah, it was so good. Like, I mean, you can tell from his music videos how cool Gene Dawson is. Yeah. But when you see him live on stage, He's just the coolest dude ever. Yeah, like, I'm sure. The whole first song, picture like a, like, you know how a cartoon character when they're running away from home and they pack all their stuff on a stick? Stick, yeah. Yeah. That's how he was carrying the microphone for like the whole first song. Like the mic stand was like back up on his shoulder, resting yeah. on his shoulder and the mic was in front of him. He was doing the whole first song like that. It's the coolest so thing cool. ever. And, uh... Yeah, it was at, well, it was at this tiny venue in Denver called Other Side. So it was such a small, intimate show. It, was it looked so, fun. so, dude, I just was. Dude, my buddy that I I'm went stoned. with, <laughs> my buddy, like, had a, a cut or something, and he was in the mosh pit and got his cut, like, ripped back open and started, like, bleeding everywhere. So he just had to leave. He just completely missed the rest of the show. No. He, like. Blood got too beat everyone. up in the mosh pit and started bleeding everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's gosh! I should have gone. I really should have gone. It yeah. looked amazing. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's one of the coolest people ever. He's like one of those north star of cool guys. I am just such a big fan. Yeah, and I'm not a big. Yeah, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm a big fan of many people. Like I don't really closely follow many people, but I'm a big fan of Gene. Yeah. Dawson. Yeah, he might be like one of the first artists I've never heard you throw any shade at. <laughs> yeah, that counts for something. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's well deserved. Like every angle, his his music, his mm. like photography, and his music videos. Like yeah, and then you that. watch interviews, and he's just like a really cool. He seems like he's just like a normal cool guy, you know. Which is yeah, nice. yeah. So I'm jealous. It's all because he's got Nima in the background. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, Mr. Nima. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm Jake. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of, have you that... seen any Pokemon in this coffee shop? <laughs> I deleted Gotta it. Go. Okay. <laughs> I deleted it because. Well, that's a story for another day. Because <laughs> you're scared of me making fun of you? No. <laughs> In uh, front of the thousands of people that watch our show? Yeah. That's the only reason... <laughs> the hundreds this... of thousands? <laughs> that's the only reason I haven't uploaded uh, this podcast yet. Is yeah. I just... Cause I'm afraid of getting much. made fun of for Pokemon Go... For listening to Google Podcasts. <laughs> for liking Mr. Morgorian's for Wonder Emporium. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. Maybe this is the week, man. Maybe this is the week this Dude, podcast that would be exists. Really cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be cool. I'm kind of scared to. I know, me too. But some of the There's older definitely... ones, I feel like, maybe were rough, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either, and I'm kind of scared to like go back and yeah, look at them. But I don't know. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. <laughs> speaking of that, not speaking of that at all, but you got a pick of the week for Dude, us. Yes, speaking of that, actually, yes, speaking of that. Ooh. Um. All right. Because, well, I have. I have two picks of the week, okay? And the first one I'm not going to camp out on because I'm way late to the party on this one. Um, okay. But pick of the week, part one, sub pick, pick point five, was uh, I, I watched um, I watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for the first time this week. What a great movie. Dude, the part where he, op- where he intros the song with, we're sex bob and we sing about <laughs> whatever it is. We sing about sad stuff and make you think about death. <laughs> yeah. It is so good. Oh, um, man. And then whatever the rival band is, he's like, this song is called I Am So Sad. I Am So Very, Very Sad. <laughs> God. Dude, oh, I didn't realize that, that was your first time watching it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've seen clips of it, what but I've treat. never seen the whole thing beginning to end. And yeah, it was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. Man. So that that got a pick, but again, I don't want to camp out on that too much because I feel like everyone knows that. I've everyone I've yeah. talked to is like, yeah, you have to watch that movie. It's so good. So it yeah. was. But my yeah. second pick of the week is another like maybe um kind of mainstream one, but um it's a. <laughs> let me preface this pick by saying, um, story. Wait, what is? What, how do I preface this? Execution isn't everything but it's not nothing so that's how i preface this pick of the week okay because usually i'm all about usually i'm all about like how good the story is or whatever this one i just thought the execution was really good and it was of um joji has a music video for it's like yukon interlude or whatever it came out like two months ago but it's Mm. the video is just so sick and i cannot stand joji i really the whole thing is so unbelievably pretentious and boring. The whole thing. I hate it. I can't stand it. The music is just like, it sounds like someone just like drank like eight eight gallons of chocolate milk and then sang into a microphone. It's like, oh, it's so bad. I can't stand it. If you, you know, to, ever, to each their own, but I don't like it. But, yeah. and, the, and also this music video, um, this music video concept was just so basic it's like joji Mm. on the beach with the disco ball and dead roses it's like whoever had that idea is just like (laughs) wow because everyone's like joji is such an incredible artist and it's just like dude i've seen that music video 150 times everyone has done that like in los angeles on the beach with dead roses and a disco ball and a cool car everyone's done that yeah but the filming and the editing and just like the pacing of it is insane it is so good yeah it's just uh, my mind was blown i couldn't believe it so my flowers go to whoever filmed and edited it it was just i was i watched it like 50 times it was so good and the music didn't get interesting (laughs) so it was like it was basically purely the logistics that inspired you just i mean it's just like something people have done like a hundred times like that concept is not unique but the way they did it was so unbelievably like Hmm. outside the box and it took a lot of things that are popular right now like 
you know, yeah. the four by three framing and the film burn and like very much like what's in right now, but they just took it to a whole new level. It was hmm. so okay. good. So sweet. That's my pick wow. of the week. Highly recommend watching it. Don't recommend Joji's music. He's too pretentious. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, I, like that's so interesting because I I have nothing to contribute to this. I basically just know that Joji exists and that's it. Like yeah. I don't, I couldn't even tell you what it sounds like. Couldn't. Well, you yeah. know who he is, don't you? I don't think so. Dude, do you ever watch the old Filthy Frank videos? I he was have just this, like, heard of super, it, no. super abrasive, like very much like iDubs. Like he was in the same vein as iDubs. Imagine okay. if iDubs started singing really serious music and then it blew up and got super popular oh, and everyone started really? taking it really seriously. It's literally oh, like weird. that, but it would be even weirder if it would be. Oh wow! It was weirder for Filthy Frank to do it than it would be if iDubs did it. Crazy, super oh, wild. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. But huh. dude, I don't know the whole thing. Like people just like think he's like god's gift to art and i just don't yeah. you know i just don't like it but <laughs> because it's bad yeah. <laughs> because it's objectively bad and i'm right wow dude only you would have your pick of the week be something that you despise but there's like <laughs> some some nugget in well, it just like a part of it's just like that one detail of it or just the execution yeah. of it was just like i couldn't believe it it's so good yeah wow so. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that. And also from last week's pick of the week, I ended up ordering one of those pro model snow skates. So I'm in deep. No now. way. Yeah. It was like $250. Wow. <laughs> I, no way. <laughs> as much as a so, board. <laughs> I've been out of the snow skate world for a bit. Mm -hmm. Are they still doing where it's like the skate deck with the ski under it? Or well, is it just the, the full flat thing? That's what, the, that's what the dummies are using these days. Uh, okay. Well, that's like, yeah. like people like ski resorts with those. Like, yeah. If yeah, if you don't know what this is, it's like this. It's basically a snowboard without bindings that's really short. That's like has instead of trucks and wheels, it's got this long ski on the bottom. And I don't like those. Those aren't cool. Yeah. The, to me anyway, to me, those are the Joji of snow skates. <laughs> but the flat ones that don't have the ski and people skate like like street league style skateboarding yeah. is so cool. And all I want to do is like kickflip down a three stair. That's sort of my dream. And yeah. I, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is, I guess, because I dropped some serious dough on a snow skate this week. That's amazing. But I've been telling everyone, I've just been like, I found my true passion. <laughs> <laughs> It's my destiny. You were telling me that earlier this week. Yeah. It's what wow. I was oh, yeah. put on this earth to do. It's to kick That was how you made me feel better that you didn't come to Gene Dawson with me. You're yeah, like, that's how I made myself feel Sorry better. Sorry I'm not a Gene Dawson with you, but the good news is I found my <laughs> life passion. Well, that's how I defused my FOMO as I as I ordered one of these snow Oh, okay. Yeah. But it doesn't come till Monday and there's no snow right now. Man. Brutal. Brutal. Life is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Unless you got any other um, grand nuggets, I feel like feel like no. we got ourselves a podcast. We did it again. We've been we doing it. good. We've been pretty consistent. Yeah. Like to yeah. to the listener, they wouldn't know because <laughs> there are no <laughs> listeners, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but like the first, I feel like the first two episodes had like a three month gap. And then after that, it's just been like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's good. No. It feels like a real life job. Yeah. We're podcasters, man. Yep. We're podcasters that don't upload the podcast. <laughs> Say if you don't like this music, you don't be listening to it. You know, I'm just a dude that you know, or something similar. If you don't keep it real, can you go somewhere but here? Cause you know, we're only losing control just for a minute. Oh.